0: Welcome back into the Murray County Public Schools Game Day uh, Game of the Week. And this this week, it comes to you each Friday. This week, we're at Spring Hill High School here in Neapolis, Tennessee, in northern Murray County, the north side of Murray County. And the Raiders of Spring Hill are going to take on the Page Patriots, who are, maybe they are, maybe they have, They've gotten off the pages, gotten off their high horse from winning the state championship, Clayton, in football,
1: right? I mean. Oh, I mean, they didn't I, win it. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, oh, <laughs> no, they got killed. They I got ebbed so, I am so sorry. I
2: thought they, <laughs> no. are you serious? That was, that was not he's, a dig. He's, that he's was an honest. Serious.
0: That was an honest mistake. I am so sorry. No. Did they, who did they play in that? Uh, Knoxville West, who went undefeated. Yeah. Good now. Did they play Nolansville? They did. And they beat the pants off of Nolensville. Well, yeah. I no, mean, no, that's, no that's Nolensville my beat them in the regular
1: season. Then Paige came back and beat him in the playoffs. Okay, yeah. that, that's yep. my mistake. Absolutely. I
0: was thinking that was the finals, but that must have been the semis from this side or something. It was, uh, it was a, either the quarters or the semis. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, Paige Patriots. Well, hopefully, for maybe for Spring Hill, maybe they'll come in and still mad about about getting beat in the state finals, you know, yeah. There you go. There you go. Take it out on the Raiders, but uh, but Page. For anybody that doesn't know, our listeners out there, Page is only about a twenty-minute drive north of here. Uh, you can just take eight forty, and then Arno Road, and Arno Road shoots you in about four miles right to the door of Page High School. So they're not that far, and uh, it's going to be interesting, interesting. Interesting to see our first game is the Lady Raiders taking on the Lady Patriots, and. Uh, coach ramsey's first year right chris is
3: yeah first year as a high school basketball coach and i mean i think one of the things that he has come to understand and learn that he mentioned to us on the big yellow school bus was how difficult it is <laughs> and uh the transition is, from say middle
0: school up to varsity
3: i or, think or, i think how difficult in general i think uh, you know he's coach youth sports he's coach travel basketball has his own tra- travel basketball organization was a middle school basketball coach, and then coming here to middle school where it's, you know, it's the real deal. I mean, you're playing, you know, highest level of classification of basketball that you can play. You know, you're competing against a lot of great teams across the state. You're going to be playing against a great team tonight and the level of preparation and getting these young ladies ready. And obviously, he's accustomed to having his own program, meaning I got third graders, fourth graders, fifth graders in my travel basketball program. But you know you show up to Springfield High School and you kind of got to work with the kids who are in the school and who are part of this environment and sure. obviously the past coaches that they've had over several years and trying to you know change the culture and kind of put your thumbprint on what currently is existing here in the program.
0: Now when I had when I officiated coach Ramsey on the middle school level a few years, just a couple of years back, uh, maybe we should add one more peg notch to his resume and he said he he'd, he'd officiated some basketball so and I, I just I didn't question him but I just took him at his word that he had because he was making a lot of calls from the bench area, uh, wow. and, and, and so I, I just assume. I, I can I can I
3: can say that he is an official. He, I think he does uh, some junior college, some, some NAI stuff. Some okay. So he does do some so, officiating. I can't tell you
0: he does do that. And Drake, you, I mean, you don't. Uh, you don't appreciate that help from the side. Well, you, I know. Mean, I, I, you know, I, we've got a. You know, have a perspective that you don't have. Everybody's entitled <laughs> their the entitled to their opinion, except for. Coaches. Coaches, so so, so will you? So will you all allow a four man crew officiate? <laughs> we try to we, we try to stay away from a four man crew. Three three zebras out there is plenty. I promise you.
1: Speaking yeah. of officiating, you're not going to be with us tomorrow for the championship games. You want to tell the listeners why? I cannot. And 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 tomorrow I'm, I'm traveling over to Fayetteville,
0: Tennessee, where we lost um, uh, Mr. Ray Moffitt, who was the, one of the. Uh, main uh, individuals who helped run the South Central Basketball Officials Association for many, many years. He was a terrific referee himself and then when uh, his body just wouldn't get up and down the floor fast enough, uh, the TWSAA turned over the assigning and supervising role to Ray and Ray passed away yesterday morning and his funeral will be held tomorrow at noon at tip-off of the Middle school game that we're carrying here on 101.7. So I'm going to be down there uh, paying my respects to Ray uh, instead of calling the game. Uh, but uh, it'll be a sad moment. But Ray lived a great life. He was a great man and a great teacher of the of the game of officiating basketball and uh, just is going to be sorely missing at 88 years 88 years young. He's He's been taken from us, but he'll be uh, never forgotten. And, Eighty-eight, uh, wow! Eighty-eight, and will be uh, just
1: just just a terrific guy. That's about all I can say about it. Well, it's uh, if, if you've been associated with high school basketball in this state or in the Middle Tennessee area, uh, it's a name that you hear quite often. Oh, absolutely,
0: and Ray was. From uh, from Chattanooga to Memphis, you name it. If it, it. Like you said, if it has anything to do, if anybody knows anything about high school basketball, uh, TWSAA, officiating, uh, they know the name Ray Moffitt, and it will never be forgotten. I promise you that.
1: So, speaking of officials, we have a three-man crew tonight. Are you familiar no, with any that, of the uh, no, three these, these these gentlemen that are working the game
0: tonight? Spring Hill uses the Middle Tennessee. Uh, basketball Fitness, the MTBOA, Basketball Fitness Association, and they are based out of Nashville, oh, wow. Davidson County. Uh, and, and the reason they did that a couple of years back is because most of the district opponents – in, in Spring Hills District are all north right. of here. so
1: this is about as far south as they go.
0: No, they don't come any farther south than this. And and now with the redistricting going on, they might very easily could change
1: back. You so know, I've always meant to ask you, your father was a football 25 official. years. Have you ever considered or have you ever a football official? I, I might just do it. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break and be back in about two minutes as they're about to play the national anthem.
2: about the wine pairings for your next meal.
1: And welcome back to Spring Hill High School for tonight's Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. Between the Spring Hill Raiders and the Page Patriots, and we're getting ready for the girls game here this evening. Your starting lineup is uh, for the Page Patriots, number zero, Braley Bushman. Number one, Mary Fox. Number 20, Mary Claire Pike. And number 22, Avery Payne. And last but not least... Number forty-two, Brooklyn Borough. Page is coached by Cade Kaufman, or Randy Kaufman, excuse me. So, guys, uh, I was looking at the record. Uh, Spring Hills won a couple of games so far this year. Yeah, not 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 too terribly bad. Um, a lot of I noticed a lot of freshmen, a lot of youth on the roster, and uh, we're about to get their starting lineup. At number one will be. Mariah Ramsey, number three; Gabrielle Brashear, number ten; Ally Davis, number twenty-two; Jeslyn Brashear, and number twenty-three, Mimi Good- Goodman. And I know, I know the Goodman. Da- the her, daughter of Tashira Goodman. Yeah, my, my daughter uh, played I think some softball with her, but she former Calioka student. Yeah. Sure Goodman, a legend at Columbia Central High School,
3: dominant force down in the paint, and her daughter may, quite honestly, be as good, if
1: not better, than she was. Getting a chance to play tonight as a freshman. Speaking of Columbia, Columbia hosting Ravenwood, and if we get some updates throughout the game, we can update our listeners on that game. And that game's also on seven with Barry Duke making the call. But we are about to tip off here. Spring Hill uh, Lady Raiders will be in their white uniforms with the red numbers. Paige in their all-black with blue letters and white numbers, and they got a little red on the shoulders. It is time to throw this thing up and get this game started. Spring Hill will go right to left on your radio dial. Paige left to right as the tip's going to be controlled by the Lady Raiders. And it's going to be Brashear bringing it across the timeline, being defended by Fox. Paging them man-to-man. Ball's going to go into the right corner, nearly thrown away, but Ramsey recovers, and she's going to get fouled on the baseline. (laughs) And the ball will stay with Spring Hill. Clayton Harris alongside Drake Colley. Chris Pointer, Coach Mike Lyle on the board, here for the Murray County Public School Game of the Week. As Lady Raiders will inbound the ball to Goodman, and that – Pass is going to be deflected and stolen. Here come the Lady Patriots the other way. It's going to be Bushman driving baseline ball, nearly stolen, recovered by Burrow for the Patriots. Now she'll get it, and they're going to say a. They're going to call three seconds, and a three-second call on Burrow will give the ball back to the Lady Raiders.
0: It's an aggressive three seconds.
1: It was wasn't mechanic
0: it? right there. It yes. was very, very aggressive. Uh, I just was that textbook I, form right there, Jay. Not a textbook I've seen, but that's okay. We got the we got the, gist it, the call. Two, two different <laughs> textbooks. No, South Central textbook, Middle the, Tennessee their, textbook. The NFHS uh, <laughs> rules book shows. has a whole page of signals and how to give them.
1: Here come the Lady Raiders. It's zero to zeros. We're almost a minute into the contest as the ball's going to be tipped and knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with Spring Hill.
0: Sometimes you get a crossover from college to spring to high school officiating. So, Sometimes the college officials can bring some of their mechanics into the high school game.
1: Ball is inbounded to Brashear. It's going to go out of bounds. Turned over to the Lady Patriots. Here comes Paige the other way. A three from the left side is up and no good by Mary Fox. Rebound pulled down by Brashear. Up the floor come the Lady Raiders. A shot by Cabriol. Brashear is up and no good and a rebound by Paige. Quickly the other way comes Bushman and she's going to make a two-foot jumper right in the middle of the lane to give Paige a two to nothing lead
3: and Paige has had a strong basketball team girls basketball team for the last several years yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and, and they've really done a great job with their program and it looks like you know Spring Hill from a size standpoint matches up really well with them and let's just hope that you know
1: IQ skill knowledge of the game and aggressiveness we kind of match up there as well. Ramsey will have the ball stolen away from her by Avery Payne, and she'll take it to the other end and lay it in for two. It's four to nothing, Paige.
0: It looks like Paige just pushed through a screen pretty hard and knocked the girl to the floor. I think there could have easily been a foul on Paige right there for uh, running through the screener,
1: but nothing was called.
0: Here's Ramsey.
1: She's going to drive it to the left side of the basket and get it fouled. Foul's going to be called on number 42, Brooklyn Borough. Her first foul, or yeah, first foul, team foul number two, as number eleven Greer Herring will check in the ball game for the freshman Goodman as spring hill will inbound the ball on the baseline ball's going to be tipped and deflected stolen the other way by bushman bushman up the floor passes it to fox Her shot is up and good it's six to nothing and now we have a quick timeout by coach ramsey and the spring hill lady raiders with 5:57 to go here in the first quarter it's six to nothing we're going to stay here it's the 30 second timeout but not to start coach ramsey probably wanted to see yeah and
3: i think he probably wanted to see his players probably come out a little bit more aggressive be a little bit more dialed up uh, especially in a game like the, like this you cannot let Paige get a strong lead it'll be hard they're too skilled they're too good they're too big to try to really uh try to play a lot of coming from behind so yeah he's gonna have to be the aggressor here uh before this thing gets out of hand. I don't think Spring Hill's gotten a shot
0: on it. They had not. <laughs> they, <laughs> well, they, was... they attempted one okay. underneath okay. the basket. Okay. Yeah. okay, that's yeah. right. That's right. They had one. And then they turned the ball ball over on there in the other, other times.
1: Correct. Uh, so you have to clean that up. That's not winning basketball. It is not. As Ramsey brings it across the timeline. Lady Raiders trying to get on the board. Out top to Brashear. Brashear moves to the right side of the floor, dribbles into the corner. Now takes it baseline to the basket. Her shot's up and okay. good. Brashear. Cabriol Brashear, the junior, makes it a 6-2 ball game. Now a three the other way by Fox is up and no good. Offensive rebound pulled down by Page. It'll be Avery Payne. Back out top, Bushman. She'll drive center to the lane. Her shot's no good, but she'll get fouled, and she'll go to the free throw line for two. Offensive rebounds will kill you. Absolutely. That's why you've
0: got to, as a defender, if you're below, if you're in the paint below the bucket, you need to feel you you need to feel your opponent on your backside. That yeah. means you, eight out of ten times you're going
1: to be in the right position to get that rebound. Bushman's going to make both free throws, make it 8-2. Page with a lead here early against Spring Hill. And now another turnover quickly up the floor to Fox. Fox lays it in and makes it 10-2. So the Lady Patriots, eight-point lead here, five minutes to go in the first quarter. Up the floor, and now another whistle and a turnover as they're going to say Brashear walked with the ball. And that will give Paige the basketball. Yeah,
0: Paige is looking to push the ball up the floor. So the, the guards for Spring Hill have to be cognizant of, the, of, the, of that fact and be able to get back. Well, I
3: also think, too, when you get a game like this, you got to keep your emotions in check. And right there we just saw she just kind of got her emotions in check. You know, we had a turnover the previous play. She's kind of yelling at the other players. And then she comes down and has a turnover right after that, just right. not staying focused in the game.
1: Quickly, the other way nice comes Paige, and a good block there by number 22, Jaselyn Bashir Two twins. And we got a foul away from the basket, and that's going to go against Page's number 22, Avery Payne.
3: And they have an older brother that plays for the boys, so we'll be saying the last name Bashir, quite a bit tonight. No. Oh.
1: As it looks like number 21... Braden will check in for the Lady Raiders. Lady Raiders with the basketball. 4.30 to go. Now a turnover on the inbounds. Here comes Paige. It's going to be Bushman up the floor. Into the right corner to Lee. She drives baseline. Nowhere to go. Nearly a tie-up. And they're going to call a foul. And this this one particular official has called a majority of the fouls so far. It's his show right now. He's probably... He's
0: probably let's see, there's been five foul calls. He fouls calls. He's had four of them. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. So I, I think a, he, that is correct. Yeah,
1: Here's the inbound the Bushman wide open in the middle of the paint. Her shot's no good. Gets her own rebound. Puts it back up and in. Number two right there. She's standing right beside her. She needs to get a hand up to block that shot.
0: 12 to and 2. She's standing within arm's length of the girl. She needs to put her put her arms up and
1: try at least to. They turned the ball over and, again. And a steal by Bushman quickly up the floor to Fox. Her shot off the glass is good, and she's going to get fouled. And that'll make it 14 to there 2 with a free throw coming for the Lady Patriots.
0: Well, it is Friday the 13th.
1: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Did you buy your lottery did, ticket? Is the question. I,
1: I did. I did. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Free throw attempt is up and no good. An offensive rebound and a putback by number 20 Mary Claire Pike and makes it a 16 to two lead. And we were talking about
3: some of this over the you know yesterday at the middle school uh, championship games. And we are talking about just fundamental stuff, boxing out. You know what I mean? Making crisp yes. passes, being cognizant of your turnovers, just doing the right things to try to be successful and, and win. And, of course, it translates to every level of basketball. And here it is. We're saying the exact same things here tonight.
0: In high school ball. In we high school ball, middle school. Yeah.
1: You know, and I'm telling you, I honestly believe some of these middle school jobs are the most important jobs in the county because they get, they got to be ready by the time they get t- to high school. It's because vital. if they're not ready, then you're spending time to, but doing development stuff that should have been done for the last three or four right. years prior. Yes. Another turnover by the Lady Raiders as the – Buddy Patriots quickly go up the floor, and a shot right in front of the basket is good by Samantha Lee. And, my goodness, that, that's going to make know, it a 20-2 to two game.
3: You know, it's kind of like trying to improve, you know, the academic achievement rate in your schools. It's like you can't wait until a kid is in high school to start trying to Correct. improve reading scores, test scores, math scores. you got to start that in kindergarten. The day they walk in the front door, But once that foundation is set,
1: you know, the rest of it takes care of itself. Cabriol Brashear with the basket for the Lady Raiders. She's going to get fouled, and she'll have the opportunity for a three-point play. And we have a timeout, a 30-second timeout. We'll take one as well. 3.09 to go here in the opening quarter. It's page 18, the Lady Raiders 4. We'll be back right after this. And welcome back to Spring Hill High School for the Murray County Public School game of the week between the Page Patriots and the hosting Spring Hill Lady Raiders. As the Page Patriots lead 18-4, but a free throw here by the Lady Raiders is up and good. And it'll make it 18-5. to
0: You know, Spring Hill is Spring has had two inbounds pass, passes and thrown them away. I mean, when you've, you've got to be able to get in throw the ball in bounds.
1: <laughs> it's important I mean, that's basic basketball It's very important here's page in the front court and a turnover five seconds five closely second guarded. call you don't see that very often closely but, guarded call i mean when
3: you talk about how dominant page was you know in football the last couple of years i mean girls basketball has been very similar to that and I remember talking to uh, Mike Ugler, the brother of Daniel Ugler, a Colombian native. I wanted to give him a hard time for the fact that he had a kid that was at Page. Like, how, how dare you send him to any other school <laughs> other than Central High School? But it was interesting what he told me about the school. He said, you know, when they had first uh, got to school, you know, realized that they were zoned for Page, he said they were trying to figure out every way possible to go to a different school Uh, in in Williamson County. He said, but the school itself, Paige, that community kind of really made up their mind and said, hey, we want to be dominant on all fronts as it pertains to athletics, and we know that it's ultimately going to benefit our academic side of things too. So whatever it is, whatever decision that they made at that school, you can kind of see it paying off right here because they're imposing their will to 18-7 to as they're imposing their will on Spring Hill High School right now.
1: J.C. Brashear will make a layup going back door. And it makes it an 18-7 game, an 11-point game. Paige with or with the lead and a turnover by the Lady Patriots will get the ball back to the Lady Raiders. They're also dominant in girls' volleyball from what yes, I understand. Yes. Yeah. As we well, got a foul away from the basket, that's going to be called on Paige's number 10, Maisie Bushman. And that will be the sixth team foul. So Spring Hill Lady Raiders are one foul away from being in the bonus. Yeah. Ball will be inbounded into the backcourt to Brashear. Up the floor to Davis. Davis drives into the corner. Nowhere to go, and the ball's stolen away. And oh, a foul. Whoa, whoa, wow. Maybe Coach Martin will uh, look at her. That was a good form <laughs> that, tackle there. That was. Yeah, my goodness.
3: I've seen a figure for a leg lock, and now I see a football tackle. So we, I've seen a couple of different things
1: right here. Here come the Lady Patriots into the front court to the right wing over to Bushman. Bushman drives baseline, takes it all the way up and in off the glass. It's no good, but a foul will send Maisie Bushman to the free throw line for the Lady Patriots. 18 to 7. Page with the lead, and the free throw by Bushman is up and good and makes it 19 to 7. 145 to go here in the opening quarter. Second free throw attempt is up and no good. Rebounded by the Lady Raiders.
0: Maybe we'll see the Lady Raiders settle down a little bit. They've had almost a whole quarter because it's been very herky-jerky, as the old saying goes, up until this point.
1: Just nice give and go. Yeah, oh, she- nice give and go, but the shot doesn't fall for Brashear. Rebounded yeah. by the Lady Patriots. She just, she just couldn't get that. That left-handed layup to go
0: in, bounced off the other side of the rim.
1: Here's the pass down low to Esplit, and the ball is going to be fought for and retained, now stolen again by the Lady Raiders. So Davis will bring it up across the timeline. You know what would help right here is a three. It would. One minute to I go in try- the first quarter. I would try to set my three – my three-point shooter up right here. Maybe try to see if I could get her open. Good pressure there by the Lady Patriots. Now a pass into the corner to Davis. Now back out top to Harrison. A three from Harrison's up, and it's going to go out of bounds. Turned over to the Lady Patriots. Nineteen to seven. Forty-six seconds to go. Here's the inbound to number twenty-five, Cabal. Cabal, her shot is up. No good. Rebound. Fault for and Pulled down by Brashear and a little bit of a slap a there attempted. Swipe. I think it was kind of a swipe. And now we got a foul against the Lady Patriots, number 10. That's Maisie Bushman, and that will send Spring Hill to the free throw line for a one-and-one.
0: One. Yeah, Cabrillo-Bashear uh, uh,
1: got the defensive rebound right there. but She didn't
0: like what the page defender was doing, and as they – Broke back to go down to the offensive end of the course. She kind of took a swipe go, in the air. She needs to be careful uh, because that, that type of unsportsmanlike behavior can draw.
1: A technical. A technical. Or, or even an ejection. Or an ejection. Free throw attempt by Rashear is no good, but an offensive rebound by the Lady Raiders. A three from the right, right wings down. up, no good, and rebounded by Page. 20 seconds to go in the first half. Page leads 19-17. Quickly up the floor. Pass down low to number 24. That is Espelit, and she's going to get fouled. That'll be team foul number five against Spring Hill. So Page will inbound, or actually number six. Page will inbound on the baseline. Here's the pass out to the left wing, to Fox. Now over to Lee, and the ball's going to be stolen by Davis for the Lady Raiders. Eight seconds left. She'll get it to Brashear across the timeline with four seconds. She'll take a deep three. Shot is up, no good, and that'll do it for the end of the first quarter. At the end of one, the Page Lady Patriots 19, the Spring Hill Lady Raiders 7. We'll take a minute timeout and be back right after this. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in, and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone, and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia.
2: Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through NBC Securities, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC.
1: This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back, everybody, to Spring Hill High School. Uh, for the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week between the Page Patriots and the Spring Hill Raiders. And right now, as we begin the second quarter, Page with a 19-7 lead, Clayton Harris alongside Drake Colley and Chris Pointer bringing you the action here tonight as the Page Patriots with the basketball and the three-second call against the Lady Patriots will give the ball back to Spring Hill.
0: Yep, she was just camped in there too long. You've got to pay attention to where you are positioned on the basketball court.
1: Here's Cabby Brashear up the floor over to number one, Mariah Ramsey. She'll drive baseline to the left side and now bring it back out and pass it up top to number 10, Davis. Davis tries to throw it down low to Goodman. Goodman's going to have the ball taken away, and here come the Lady Patriots. Page into the front court, out top to Bushman. Bushman looking to throw it down low. That pass is going to sell out of bounds and turn it over to Spring Hill. Right Right off the fingertips of Page on the baseline.
0: We've kind of been sitting at the score for a while. It, it, you would think that
1: Spring Hill could get a bucket in somehow. There, It was 18-2, but Spring Hill has outscored them 5-1 uh, to one over the last couple of minutes. Here's a shot from the left corner. No good. Rebounded by Page. Page quickly coming the other way. It's Burrow. Her shot off the glass. No good. Rebound's being fought for and going to be controlled by Fox. For the Lady Patriots. She'll get it to Bushman. Bushman drives down the middle of the lane. We got people on the floor, and now the ball's gonna go out of bounds and turned over to the Lady Raiders. The 14, Phillips, number
0: 22, JC Brashear.
1: JC Brashear, And what do we got here? We got a timeout page. A full timeout, so you know what that means. We'll take one as well. We're a minute into the second quarter. It's page 19. The Lady Raiders of Spring Hill 7. We'll be back right after this. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Welcome back, everybody, to the Murray County Public Schools game of the week between Spring Hill and Page. As Page leads Spring Hill nineteen to seven with six and a half minutes to go here in the second quarter. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Drake Colley and Chris Pointer. Here's a three from the right corner up and no good by Page. Rebounded pull down by. Brashear for the Lady Raiders. She tries to throw it quickly up the floor to her sister. It's going to be stolen and brought the other way by the Lady Patriots as Bushman will get the ball drive towards the center of the floor and she's going to get fouled and that will send Braley Bushman to the free throw line for a 1-1 one one as that is the 17th foul against the Lady Raiders. Yep,
0: uh, junior guard Penelope Phillips was in initially in good legal, good guarding position but as As the page drove by her, she just kind of reached out. She didn't move her feet. I mean, you you know, you got to pick your feet up and
1: move. If if you just play defense with your arms, you're not going to be in the game very long because you're going to foul out. That's right. That's exactly right. It's the first free throw, and now the second free throw by Bushman is good to extend the page lead to 21-7. Yeah,
3: that turnover right there by Springfield when she threw that ball, I mean, again, it goes back to discipline right there, I think. You know, she could have easily taken the ball and just, you know, pushed the ball up the floor. She was nobody in front of her. She waited, you know, until everybody was on the other side and then
1: tried to heave a baseball pass that, you know, ultimately ended up in a turnover. Yeah. Braden shot from the left wing's up and no good and quickly the other way comes Bushman and she'll get fouled driving to the basket yeah. as the shot goes in and out, no good but she'll go to the free throw line for two.
0: Paige is Braley Bushman. Her game is driving. Her She's good. Is, she, she she likes to drive the lane, drive the lane, feel the defender, even even draw the defending contact yeah, to her and then put the ball up. It's pretty impressive. Braley
1: Bushman, a 5'10 senior.
3: And, and she gets it right there, close in the paint. What Donnie Chambers said yesterday, below the, any shots below that volleyball line, it was like a 95% success rate.
1: She'll make one of two free throws and make it a 22-7 game. Quickly up the floor comes Spring Hill. Now the ball's going to be turned over by Ramsey. Too much dribbling. Bushman throws the pass deep into the corner, now being brought out top by number 22, Payne. Payne over to Fox. Now over to the right wing, the Pike. Pike back to Bushman in the right corner. She'll drive and get fouled on the play by number 21. That'll be Braden with the foul. That'll send Bushman to the free throw line for a one-and-one. Spring Hill on offense.
0: They're going to have to get spaced out. They're going to have to run some type of dribble motion to where these players are passing and cutting and some coming from the inside out to get open
1: and move the ball around the horn to
0: get an open shot. Bushman's first free
1: throw is up and good, 23-7. Dribbling into the teeth of the defense where two or
0: three defenders are waiting on you is not going to get the job done.
1: Allie Davis will check in for the Lady Raiders. Here's Braley Bushman's second free throw. It's up and good. It's 24-7. With 5:40 to go here in the second quarter here come the Lady Raiders. It's going to be Brashier bringing it up the floor now another turnover. Turnover, the ball stolen by the Lady Patriots, shot up, no good, but a follow-up rebound and put back by Pike is good. 26 to 7. Here comes Brashier for the Lady Raiders. Across the timeline. She'll get it. To number two, Harrison. Harrison drives middle of the lane. Ball's gonna be tipped, stolen away. Here come the Lady Patriots the other way quickly up the floor. In the shot by Payne is no good, but the following rebound by the Lady Patriots is gonna draw a foul. As number one, Mary Fox did a great job of trailing the play and going in for the rebound. Fox's first free throw is good. It's 27 to 7. As number 24, Kirsten Patton will check in the game for the Lady Raiders. Here's Mary Fox, the left-handed shooter. Her shot is up, no good. Rebound fault for and controlled by Spring Hill. Here comes Brashier across the timeline, up the floor to her sister. She's at the left wing, now in the corner to Davis. Davis nearly loses the basketball, and now she'll get it Not back moved. out top to Cabbie Brashier. Here's Ramsey. Ramsey in the corner, drives the middle of the paint, shot up off the glass, no good, rebounded by the Lady Patriots. Here's Bushman with a two-on-one. Up the floor, the ball's going to go off her knee and out of bounds, turned over to Spring Hill. 27-7 with 440 to go here in the second quarter. Page with a lead over Spring Hill. Both
0: teams in the bonus.
1: Lady Patriots are in the double bonus. As the ball, the pass intended for Brashear to Brashear, the twins is going to get tipped and knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with Spring Hill.
3: And again, we just got to get these turnovers under control. I mean, just under composure, and you know, figure out what's going on, and try to try to make it, you know something out of this ball game before it's too late.
1: Here's Mariah Ramsey. Tries to get it down low to Brashear. Brashear gets it on the block, nearly loses the ball. She regains it in the corner, being defended by Bushman. Back to her sister now. A great pass down low to Mariah Ramsey, and she'll lay it in for two. And a timeout by the Lady Raiders. It's a 27 9 ball game right here. It's full a full timeout. timeout. We'll take one as well. You're listening to the Murray County Schools game of the
2: week. We'll be
1: back right to this.
2: Columbia Foodland
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Spring Hill High School for the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Drake calling Chris Pointer as Spring Hill trails 27-9 against Page. They'll set up a full-court press, and Braley Bushman for the Lady Patriots is going to get fouled, and she'll walk down to the other end and attempt two free throws with 4.07 to go here in the second quarter. Here's Bushman's first free throws up and good. As number 13, Samantha Lee will check in the ballgame for the Lady Patriots. So
0: if I'm Spring Hill and I'm trying to figure out how we can try to generate some offense, and they're pages in a, in a man-to-man, the first thing I'm going to do is try to get a screen up top and get my, get my point guard. Yeah give my point guard some fresh some some rare air or fresh air clean air where she could get a look to pass the ball off they're, they're they're not setting any screens up top for this point guard No why she'll she'll come up she dribbles across half court
1: gets there, it to her there, sister yep
0: and there's no there should be a screen right there somewhere looks like they're you running see what I mean? looks
1: like they're running, or they were attempting to run flex as the ball is going to be at the right wing to Brashear now a moving screen against the lady raiders is going to turn it over it's 29 to 9 with 351 to go here in the opening half that's the first call by that official that's the
0: first whistle he's blown tonight mm. out of 17 well there's no telling and you're probably the only person of, in the gym that knows that. probably out of 19
1: fouls that is the first that's his that's his first foul now we got to foul 30 feet away from the basket, and that is not who you want to foul. As Bushman is going to go back to the free throw line for the Lady Patriots, so she'll go to the free throw line for two. First free throw by Bushman is up and good. 30 to nine. Paige with a 21 point lead here with 3:45 to go in the second quarter. Second free throw attempt by Bushman is up and good. 31-9. to Here come the Lady Raiders. Brashear up the floor to the right side. Tries to get the ball to Ramsey. Ball's going to be stolen by Bushman. Bushman up the floor being pressured and fouled. A foul by Ramsey will send Bushman. This may be Bushman's ninth or tenth attempt at the free throw line here in the first half. She knows how to draw fouls. I mean, she just gets to the basket.
0: She pretty much has pitched the tent right there at the free throw line. I,
1: First free throw is good. 32 to 9. But see, that's her
0: game, that driving and yeah. getting the contact.
1: Second free throw on the way is good. 30. I guarantee, I guarantee you, she's probably got a brother or two at home. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, that's just the way I see that. Thirty-three to nine. Here come the Lady Raiders. Nearly turned over as it's out top to Herring. Herring, over to Ramsey. Ramsey, top of the circle tries to throw it down low. She does. Now being pressured, and a foul yeah. will be called against Paige. Number twenty-four. As number eleven, it- Herring will go to the free throw line for a one and one. Yeah. Twenty-four foul will be called against Sabrina, Sabrina. Espale. Es- 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 Espale. Okay. So Greer Herring, the freshman, will go to the free throw line for a one-and-one. Here, shot is up and no good. Rebound pulled down by Page. Here comes Fox up the floor for the Lady Patriots. Quickly into the corner to Lee. Lee back out top over to Fox. Fox drives middle of the lane. Shot off the glass, no good. Rebound's going to be fought for and knocked out of bounds. And they're going to give it to the Lady Raiders. So three minutes to go here in the second quarter. It's a 33-9 lead for Page. As the ball will be inbounded to J.C. Brashear. Brashear gives it back to Ramsey. He brings it across the timeline. Ramsey back to Brashear, left wing. Now he's going to dribble to the corner. Pass to Herring. A three's up, no good. Rebound pulled down by Cabal. Cabal up the floor to Fox. A three from the right corner is up. In and out, no good. And it's going to be knocked out of bounds and given over to the Lady Raiders. As spring
0: of substitutions number thirteen, Amberly
4: Desiria. Number three, Bell
1: Brasher. Thank you, sir. Two forty-one to go here in the second quarter. And thank you to the Spring Hill Raiders concession stand for the water and the popcorn. An athletic director, Farmer, who just uh, brought up a few drinks. Here's Desiree. Her shot's going to be tipped and blocked. And it's going to be pulled down by the Page Patriots. Here's a three from the left corner. It's up and no good. Rebound being fought for. And recovered by the Lady Raiders. Here's Desiree, she's into the left corner and down by the left block and we got a jump ball, possession arrow. We'll give the ball to the Lady Raiders as number 21 Braden will check in the ball game now for Spring Hill. 33-9 with 2.07 to go here in the first half. Ball's inbounded to Brashear. Brashear gives it to her sister at the left corner. She'll put it on the floor and the ball's going to be fault four. It's on the ground, and now it's going to be deflected. Desiree will get it. She'll take a shot from inside the free throw line. It's up and good. Beautiful mid-range jumper. 33-11. to 11. Here come the Patriots. Down low. Ball's going to be ripped out, and the jump ball is going to be called as Espalé was trying to make a move to the basket, and a great job there by the Lady Raiders to, pull, uh, to get the jump ball call. It will stay with Page on the baseline. Inbound to the Fox. Out top to Cabal. Here's a three on the way by Lee. It's up and no good. Rebounded by Spring Hill. Brashear up the floor to her sister at the left wing. A pass across the court to Curry. Into the corner to Brashear. To her sister. Back to her. Down low now, and a foul on the right block against Paige will send the Lady Raiders to the free throw line for two. As well, that'll be the tenth page team is foul against Paige.
0: at the line
1: for one. So JC Brashear, and that's actually, actually it's going to be team foul number nine, but it doesn't matter if she makes the first free throw, and that makes it a thirty-three to twelve. Score with 116 to go here in the opening half. Second free throw on the way is no good. Rebound fought for, and we have a tie up. And the possession arrow will stay with Spring Hill. I think if you're Spring Hill, you want to try to get this under 20 going into the half, right? When you would,
0: in, in any way possible. I mean, any anything you can come up with to generate some type of offense.
1: You need to do it right here in the last minute, 14 seconds of the half. They'll inbound from their baseline, a pass down low, but oh. a travel will be called against J.C. Uh, Brashear, yeah. and that will turn it over to the Lady Patriots. Here come the Lady Patriots up the floor. It's Cabal. Cabal Shit. will get it into the right corner to Warner. Warner to Lee in the right corner, and she's going to get fouled. And Samantha Lee will go to the free throw line for two with 101 to go in the first half.
3: Springfield High School has their pep band in here. I don't think I've heard them play tonight so far. Have you heard them play? No, but they're briefly oh, earlier. Mike Lowe said he said I heard him play earlier. I was hopeful to hear them play. I see somebody with a guitar up there, several different instruments, well, giving you these young people an opportunity to play.
0: That's good stuff.
1: Yeah, they've been playing during timeouts. Oh, okay. So. Oh.
0: No, mu- no music during the during the running clock. <laughs> <Got> timeouts <laughs> in between quarters only. Got. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I remember you telling me that. First free throw by a Page is up and good. Second's going to be short. Rebound fault four is going to be controlled by the Lady Patriots. Yeah. And another foul is going to get called against Spring Hill, and that's going to send Mary Fox to the free throw line for two. Yeah, 23 Mimi Goodman for Spring Hill, just a little too aggressive on that rebound right there
0: as she and her teammate had, had Page doubled in the corner, but she just got a little too
1: aggressive and bumped her, uh, bumped into her and drew the foul. First free throw by Fox is up and good. Extends the lead to 35 to 12. Second free throw attempt by Fox is good, 36 to 12, 57 seconds left in the opening half. Brashear will walk it up the floor, across the timeline, over to Harrison. Harrison tries to get it to Goodman at the free throw line. Goodman with the ball to the right wing to Brashear. Brashear lines up a deep three from the right wings up, no good. Rebound fault four and pull down by Goodman. Goodman with the ball, left wing, dribbles now the ball is going to be tipped, stolen and fought for on the ground and a jump ball with the possession arrow going to Page with 30 ball, ball seconds position. to go here in the opening Page. half
0: Substitution for Page over 22,
1: So Page will hold it for the final shot of the half Out top to the right wing Warner Warner over to Espoil Espoil is going to have the pass stolen by Goodman 14 seconds here's Brashear right corner gets it to a cutting Mariah Ramsey on the baseline she'll lay it in for two and a three is going to be blocked at the buzzer at the end of the first half So after the end of one half of play, it is Paige, Lady Patriots 36, the Spring Hill Lady Raiders 14. We'll take a quick timeout and be back in just a minute And welcome back, everybody, to Spring Hill High School for the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week, presented by Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now we are here at the half between uh, the Spring Hill Lady Raiders and the Page Lady Patriots. It's 36-14, to 14 Page with a lead. We are now joined by a guest, and Chris, take it away. Well, we got Coach
3: Jimmy Young, and I'll let him introduce uh, uh, the student athlete with him, but uh, we're so happy to have Coach Jimmy Young here on the show. Had a chance to talk to him earlier this week on the on the big yellow school bus, and we got to learn a little history about Coach Young and get his, you know, his basketball philosophy and kind of get into the game a little
4: bit. And so we're able to have you on the show and welcome to the show, Coach. Well, I appreciate it, guys. And what I brought with me was uh, Quintavious Simmons. He's a senior. and He's my point guard. That's good stuff, Coach. So you're getting ready to play the Page Patriots. Uh,
3: tonight, and uh, what kind of what can we expect out of the game tonight? What
4: what are we looking forward? Well, they've they got a uh, couple guys who are kind of a three level players. They can shoot the three, they can get the shot off the bounce, and they got a nice little mid range game. So we're going to have to be ready. They're going to look to dribble drive a lot. And defensively, we just got to be able to point and talk and be aggressive and rebound and, and, and be physical on the glass.
3: And so, how do, how do you think we match up? Uh, with them tonight, and uh, um, I know you always got something up your sleeve uh, to go into your bag, Uh, but how do you think we match up?
4: Well, it's a pretty good matchup. Uh, Like I said, they they got some pretty good players, and so do we. So, hopefully, if we can rebound, push the ball down the floor with my point guard here, Q, then we'll give ourselves a great opportunity. So, you know, the season's,
3: you know, second half of the season, so, what have you been most impressed with the second half with, with going into the first half of the season? what' you excited the most about going into the second half of the season
4: <laughs> well what i'm excited about is we got everybody healthy right now <laughs> that 's the main thing and it uh you know it took us a while to get there uh we've added some new pieces and it uh they're kind of working their way in. They're, they hadn't caught up fully with what we were trying to do, and we're trying to get them acclimated, but they're going to help us out tremendously.
3: Well, that's exciting to hear. Mr. Simmons yes, sir. over there, it was, it was a pleasure to talk to you earlier this week. Uh, the leader of the team, and I think Coach Young has a lot of trust in you and just and leading the team. And yes, sir. What, what excites you most about, about about this team that you're on this year? Uh, bringing the energy and uh, the leadership I got to this team and just leading them all the way through it. So are you excited about tonight's game? Yes, sir. What what can we expect from you in tonight's game? Energy. Like Coach Young said, you gotta have that fire in your belly. Yeah, bringing big energy. Good stuff. Coach Coach Young, tell tell the tell the listening audience who who may not have picked up on the big yellow school bus at all. You know, I mean, you have a a basketball pedigree like another. You've been around a long time. Talk talk a little bit about, you know, who you are, your basketball background, and, you know, getting here to Spring Hill High School.
4: Well, I played uh, juco ball uh, Then I went to uh, Bethel College to get my uh, undergrad degree. RCP as a grad assistant. Uh, Bethel College was a basketball scholarship and a, and a GA assistant under basketball at, under Lake Kelly at uh, Austin P. And We had some pretty good teams. We won the OVC Championship went to the NCAA, NCAA Tournament then I ended up here at Columbia uh, t- started out at College Hill uh, teaching elementary PE and coaching basketball at Columbia Central High School and then went from Columbia Central High School to Spring Hill High School and been here ever since. This is my 27th year i believe it's head coach 28th year here as a coach and uh, i've enjoyed every minute of it you know the pleasure of watching these young men through the years grow up and become good young men good good contributors to the community uh i couldn't be more proud of them you know i have a lot of guys come back and talk to me i had one text me the other day hey coach you got any old t-shirts we can have (laughs) i said yeah man come on by
3: (laughs) yeah and coach and and i want to point something out like every game that i've seen you coach you always got a suit on always got a suit on what what is the what is the story why
4: why do you wear a suit every game well you know i I guess i'm an old school kind of guy coaches used to dress up a lot and and i'm from that era and i just feel comfortable dressing up you know sometimes i wear my uh dress down clothes as i call them but uh, a lot of times i i just like to you know look the part and hopefully uh uh, our kids can feed off that part. Feed off of that. So.
3: And, and, and coach, you've been a part of this program for so many years. Talk to me about some special players that have come through this program that some of our listening audience may may remember, recall, and and and, and say, oh yeah, I forgot they even played.
4: <laughs> well, we got several of them right over here on the board, right here. Yeah, thousand point scorers yeah, over several there. Several of them: Keelan Blanks, Troy Carter, Kelton Miller. Uh, just the list goes on, Trevor Kinzer, he's passed away now. Uh Josh Caston, Montre Williams, Alex Harrison, uh, Justin Olden, just to name a few. Uh we've had some pretty good players through the years and that uh you know like I told you before, we are more, we're up and down, we're kinda on the roller coaster as far as classifications are concerned. And that um when we change classification it makes it tough because we were a smaller smaller school then and it made it tough to compete with all those big schools and that the, but those guys really bought it and that uh, they, they they became really good players and, and good people
3: and, and mr simmons i know you look up there and you see those banners up there and you see all the success and a lot of that under uh, Coach Young's belt, you know, under his leadership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's going to take for for Spring Hill High School? I know you just want to take one game at a time, win the yeah. district, region, etc. <laughs> but what is it going to take to get back to that glass house? We just got to bring energy every every time I'm step on the floor. And, and Coach Young, does this team have any makeups of any of your teams in the past, you know, that have been extremely successful and have had the opportunity to go to that glass house?
4: Well, they. They bring a lot of energy, like you said. Uh, uh, our problem is we, we need to be more consistent. Some of those other teams who are really consistent game in and game out. And if we can get that consistency, consistency level, stay focused, play hard, play smart, and play together, uh, you know, I, I think anything can happen. Who are some key players uh, for Spring Hill High School? I know we
3: got Mr. Simmons. But as we're on, you know, on the radio show and, and kind of talking about it to the listening audience that we need to kind of be – be be aware of.
4: Right, Kayshawn Brashear, he's our leading scorer right now, and then uh, uh, Max Joslin, um, Bryce St. Croix, these are seniors. Uh, Rico Alderson, he's a senior. And then we've added to uh, Marcus White, he's a senior, and then Elijah Armstrong, I mean Elijah Alderson, he's a sophomore, big kid, about 6'5", about 260. He, he's he's a load, and Keelan Keelan Jackson, he's a junior. Uh, Blaze Martin, he's a junior. He was our football quarterback. Oh yeah, Uh, we we've got you know we got the makings of being a really good team.
1: Like I said, if we can play together, play hard, play smart, and be consistent. Well, Coach uh, Q, we really appreciate y'all joining us here at the half. Good luck tonight against the uh, Page Patriots. And I look forward to uh, seeing you guys compete here in probably about another 30, 45 minutes. We appreciate
4: uh, you guys having us. Absolutely. Thank you you for coming on.
1: Thank you all for coming on. We'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll have second half action between Paige, uh, Lady Patriots, and the Lady Raiders of Spring Hill. You're listening to the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week presented by Columbia Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. We'll be back right to this.
0: CSH, we know the sport of
1: basketball builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured. That is why CSH
0: supports all Murray County basketball teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know basketball builds ladies and men that make a difference. Let's go
1: welcome back everybody as we are here about to start the second half of basketball between the page lady patriots and the host lady raiders of spring hill i'm clayton harris joined, joined alongside drake collie and chris pointer and uh, page with a 36 to 14 lead and they will get the basketball to start the second half ball will be inbounded to Brayley bushman bushman As the ball, Spring Hill in a, looks like a 2-3 zone or a 3-2 zone. As the ball's going to be tipped and stolen away by Ramsey. Here's Ramsey. Takes it all the way up and scores. Mariah Ramsey for two makes it a 36-16 lead for Page. There you go. There you go, Spring Hill. Turnover. There's another turnover for Ramsey, and Page's out of bounds. That should be Spring Hill's ball, and it is. It is. A turnover. Back-to-back turnovers by the Lady Patriots. Caused by number
0: one, Ramsey, Mariah Ramsey for Spring Hill Lady Raiders. She's Just looking, a freshman.
1: She's looking good starting out the second half. Here's the pass into the corner to J.C. Brashear. Brashear, a three from the right wings up. No good. Rebound faultful by Goodman. She'll pull the rebound. And she's going to get fouled on the play by number 42, Brooklyn Burrow. That'll be the first team foul in the second half. And that'll be the second personal foul for Burrow. Spring Hill will inbound the ball underneath their own basket on the baseline. Inbounded to Brashear, and her shot is up no good, but she's going to get fouled, and she'll go to the free throw line for two. Well, things are
0: looking a little brighter here on Friday the 13th for Spring Hill. The Chiefs, the front end of
1: that two-shot foul. Cuts it under 20. It's 36-17. We're about 40 seconds into the third quarter. Second free throw by Brashear is up. No good. Rebounded pull down by Page. Here comes Bushman up the floor for the Lady Patriots. She'll dribble off her foot. It's going to be... Retained, and now a charge is going to be called against Page's number 22, Avery Payne, and uh, three possessions and three turnovers Uh, turnovers by Uh, the Lady Patriots to start the second half. She had the ball about the
0: half-court line in the front court, and uh, a little pressure was applied by Spring Hill, and uh, Payne just kind of lifted her forearm up and pushed her out of the way and got called for
1: the offensive, offensive foul. Speaking of offensive fouls, they're going to call a moving screen on Mimi Goodman, and that'll turn the ball over back to Page. Spring Hill has a, has had a couple of those today. So we're a minute into the third quarter. Page leads Spring Hill 36 17 It doesn't seem like they Spring Hill screen very much, so. <laughs> the few right, times that right. you do it, you would think you just stay still, you know, and not be hey. moving. And There's what a, a drive by Bushman for the Lady Patriots. She'll drive the middle of the lane and use her left hand to go off the glass for two. Makes it 38-17, Page. Up the floor come the Lady Raiders. It's going to be Ramsey out top. She'll throw it into the corner to number 14. I'm sorry, to number 10, Davis. And we got another foul. Double zero.
0: Br- Briley Bushman, their four. fine guard,
4: He's
0: got a little too aggressive there on the deep on the defensive side. There and
1: Gabe Springhill a shove in the back. Now we got a timeout. We got a timeout page. They have four team fouls. Less than a minute, thirty into the third quarter. It's a full timeout. Full time. Not, uh, full timeout. We'll take one as well. You're listening to the Murray County Public Schools front porch game of the week. Presented by Columbia the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And welcome back, everybody. 6:36. they're going to third quarter. Page, the Lady Patriots lead Spring Hill. 38-17, Spring Hill with the basketball on the baseline. Here's a three out top. It's going to be tipped and blocked. Rebound pulled down by the Lady Patriots' Bushman. Quickly up the floor to Florida Fox. Back to Bushman. She tries to get it down low to Burrow. Burrow nearly loses the ball. She'll get it back, and it's going to go off the fingertips of Brashear, and the ball's going to stay with the Patriots. So, Page will inbound on the baseline, and Bushman's wide open on the left block as you will put it in for two. Yeah, that was just bad communication on
0: Spring Hill's inbounding zone. Defense right there, and Bushman just
1: came down the left side. Three-foot pass, wide open layup. Now a turnover the other way and a foul away from the basket. It's going to be called on Spring Hill's Alley Davis. Uh, Hill's Allie Davis. Yeah. And that'll be the second – team foul against the Lady Raiders. So, Page will have the basketball. Can't reach and grab right there. Reach, grab, hold, foul. Six fouls called in the first two minutes of this second half. Bushman brings it up the floor for Page. To the left wing, the Fox. Back out to Bushman. Bushman over to Fox. A three from the left wing is good. String music. 43-17, Page with the lead over Spring Hill. Quickly, the other way is Brashear. Brashear to the left wing, your corner. Uh, Three is up. It's not going to count, though, as there's a moving screen that is going to be called before the shot against number 14, Penelope Phillips. So the basket does not count. And page will get the basketball here's bushman up the floor down low to burrow back out top to bushman and it's going to be stolen by ramsey here come the lady raiders across the timeline it's going to be brashear to her sister in the corner back to her on Uh, a give and go let her let her a little too far right there and that pass is going to get stolen as the patriots bring quickly up the floor a good driving dish, but lost out of bounds. Now Bushman got a little little Hollywood, a little too fancy on that. It just was, looked like she was driving the right
0: side of the lane and then just tried an underhand dish that uh, her teammate couldn't handle, so it just shot
1: out of bounds with the base. Just wasn't ready for the pass, and like you said, it goes out of bounds. Ball back to the Lady Raiders. Here comes Brashear walking it across the timeline. She'll get it to her sister at the free throw line. Now back to her at the right wing. She'll drive to the basket. She'll try to flip it up, and that shot's going to go out of bounds and back over to Paige. She just
0: got caught in no man's land with nowhere to put the ball, but
1: try to scoop it up and maybe hit the ball, but threw it up behind the backboard. And Paige is going to turn it over in the front court as the pass goes out of bounds into the Lady Patriot bench and turn back over to Spring Hill. Here's Ramsey bringing it across the timeline. Moves it to the left side of the floor. Now to the centers. Drives to the basket. Kicks it out to Brashear. Brashear thought about the three from the right wing, but she thought better of it. Now the pass is going to be stolen. Stolen by the Lady Patriots. Across the timeline quickly goes number 25, Maya Cabell. Cabell with the pass down low to the right block to number 24, Espelay, And her shot is up and good. 45 17 4 and a, 4 minutes and 10 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Now a shot from the free throw mm-hmm. line is up and no good by Bashir. Redu- I mean, rebound pulled down by the Lady Patriots. Spring
3: Hill, I mean, got off to a really really good start. You thought they were going to kind of turn things around.
1: And unfortunately, it's gotten back out of control again. That's 30 30 point lead. Quickly up the floor goes the patriots and mary claire pike will score 30, from the right block six, seven, and spring hills going to take a 30 second timeout and like you mentioned drake it's a 47 17 lead 30 point lead here halfway through the third quarter it ain't pretty but hey there's always room for improvement yes there is now i, I hate to bring this up but you being a former official you would know this What is the rule in the second half regarding uh, running clock?
0: The mercy rule, which is called the mercy rule when a team gets out to a certain amount of lead. In high school basketball it's 35 points. In middle school basketball it's 25 points and that's the beginning
1: of the fourth quarter just the beginning of the fourth yeah
0: oh if, if it ever gets to 35 points in the f- fourth quarter the clock continuously runs even
1: if it gets back under 30 that's right even if it gets back to one point it doesn't make any difference it still continuously runs a three from the left corner is up and no good by Braden. here come the lady patriots the other way it's going to be number 25 Cabal with the ball gets it to number 20 mary Kay pike she drives to the basket and they're going to call her for a double dribble, and the ball will be turned over to Spring Hill. Lady Raiders trail by 30. It's 47-17. Drake, in officiating, do y'all ever have, like, a spare
3: official, like, just hanging out somewhere, like if one goes down or something?
0: The only time the only time we've used the, the TWSAA flyers, an alternate official... Is for state state tournament games. So, in other words, there'll be a, there'll be a
1: as a layup by Page stolen on is. the inbounds yep. and laid up by the Lady Patriots yep. makes Dur- it forty nine seventeen. During the
0: state tournament, there will be tableside. There will be an alternate official there, just in
1: case an official were to go down with an injury. And another steal into the backcourt now recovered by the lady raiders and a foul will be called on the lady patriots do they still get paid to be the ultimate so yes so? Oh, that's, a, that's a nice yeah, d- at the
0: state tournament yeah you get to sit there at the you ever done the state tournament season. yeah and they get paid the private, same did they get paid the same rate school at private school and the girls state tournament
4: okay
3: do they so. get paid the same rate yeah. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: well, they get paid the same, right? I'm trying to be so, uh, alternate. I, I didn't do any running or anything. What will happen during the state tournament? A group of officials will be, say, twelve or fifteen officials will be invited to do from across the state. Will be invited to the state tournament, and then uh, those crews are divided up to handle all the single, double, and triple A games that are going on
1: that that week for boys or girls, whatever, whichever state tournament, they're working. A travel against the Lady Raiders will turn it over to Paige. Paige quickly up the floor, pass down on the low block to Espelay, and her shot is up and good, and she's going to get fouled on the play, and she'll go to the free throw line for an opportunity for a three-point play. Drake, let me ask you this. What's the, you've officiated hundreds, if of, not thousands of games. <laughs> Best player you've ever seen on the basketball court.
0: Uh, I would probably – it would probably be their uh, – well, I had them both on the court one night down in Pulaski. I had them ah, twice. I know who you're Tyler, about to say. Tyler Smith and Brandon Rodgers. That's right. Uh, from Brentwood Academy. Who won that game? Um,
1: Brent, one year, one year Giles County won it and one year – Brentwood Academy won it. Here's a three from the left corner by Page. He's up no good. Now, that wasn't the game where the clock went out early and y'all had to come back out and finish with a few seconds. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Um,
0: Both games were very close and very hard fought, and when we pulled up to the Giles County Gym, there was basically nowhere to park. Nope, nope. And, uh, of course, the girls played first, and they were – and right before the girls' game started, they were turning people away because the game, the gym was maxed out before the girls' game started. I was at that
4: game.
3: I, I, I know you're. I know you're the. You know the consummate professional. You, you when you when you're out there officiating, you're locked in Like, but how do you not become a fan well, in moments it, like that?
0: You, it. You have to. Uh, you can remain a fan, but you have to keep in mind the job at hand is to officiate, right?
3: Right. And um, Like when if a kid gets dunked on or something. No, in it's, the-
0: you're inside. You're inside. You're <laughs> jumping up and down cheering. <laughs> but outside, you're keeping your feet on the floor and yeah. remaining calm and remembering to give your backcourt count and closely guarded counts and, and all that type of, uh, of mechanics. But uh, you're just as excited to see plays like that as an official as somebody sitting in the stands. Um, matter of fact, I've I fouled out Tyler Smith uh, with his fifth foul as he I call him for an offensive charge over Brentwood Academy, one of Brentwood Academy's player in the backcourt, and uh Coach Holt was not too happy about it. <laughs> I'm sure but he was. But no, he wasn't.
1: Harrison's gonna get fouled by the Lady Raiders, Harrison's going to get fouled. Her free throw's up, no good. Quickly the other way comes Paige. And Maisie Bushman, number 10, the freshman, three will hit a three from the right corner. And now we got an injured Lady Raider down on the floor with 145 to go here in the third quarter. It's Page 55, Spring Hill Lady Raider 17.
0: So if we were to start the fourth quarter right now, the clock would run continuously except for during free throws
1: and timeouts i tell you what, Drake, something about Brandon Wright and Tyler Smith. Brandon Wright was one of, he was so long. He and had smooth. a huge wingspan.
0: And then tremendously smooth Left-handed. And, flu- and fluent. Yeah. You know what I mean? He would go did. up.
1: Instead of blocking shots, he'd just go up and grab them.
0: Right, right. And, you so know, it was, they,
1: I remember they tried a backdoor alley-oop, played to Tyler Smith, and Brandon Wright went up and just stole the ball, yeah. just grabbed it out of the air. Yeah, absolutely. He was a lottery pick for the uh, Charlotte Hornets and was traded to the uh, Golden State Warriors. Okay, yeah. okay. Look at you with your recall there, Clayton.
0: His mind's like a steel trap. ACC Freshman
1: of the Year and ACC Tournament MVP in 2007. As the pass down low to J.C. Brashear, that shot's up and good. And I'll tell you what, Kirk Hastings
0: is not too shabby of a player either.
1: Oh, not at all. That, County, that, that, yeah, that, that team that. in 1996 and 7 went undefeated, and they didn't play just single-A teams. They played double and triple-A, oh, and, and they still just ran the table. Yeah. I and mean, they went to the state championship, played Columbia Academy, and destroyed them by 30-plus points in the state championship game as we got a foul. What year was that? 1997. The Mr. Murphy... Uh, Grayson Murphy, I believe he
0: played Independence. Mm-hmm. And now he plays for Belmont. That is is correct. That correct? That is correct. He's pretty darn good basketball player, too, now, he just is. to tell you. And I'll tell you, one of the best, youngest players I've seen is Mr. Auden Slaughter at Santa Fe High School. That is correct. And, and I'm, I'm not. I'm talking about all levels of, bas- of high school basketball. So if you folks are listening to us and you get a chance to go see Santa Fe – play basketball, you ought to go see Mr. Slaughter put on a show, and uh, he's just a sophomore. They
1: got a good one tonight in Santa Fe as they're hosting the Richland Raiders in what should be a heck of a game. Yes, very good game. As we got a foul, as Brashear drives to the basket, she's going to be fouled by the Lady Patriots with 55 seconds to go here in the third quarter. It's 55 to 19, Paige with the lead. And when you were talking about the year, I asked you about the year about Perry County, because as I look at that
3: boys State tournament banner up there for Central, for Spring Hill and I'm thinking you also mentioned CA from about 92 to at least 99 to two thousand basketball was at its highest level in Murray County I mean you couldn't find basketball better anywhere in the state of Tennessee than in Murray County over that period of time no now unsuccessful in bringing it home bringing home that gold ball but as far as you know, multiple teams from the county making it to the state championship run, you you couldn't find a place better than Murray County during those periods of time.
0: I'd sure like to get back to those days, wouldn't you? Me too. We're getting there. Okay. We're working on it. All right.
1: Three attempted by Brashears up and no good. Rebounded by Page. Up the, uh, coming up the floor quickly are the Lady Patriots. A three by number 15, Warner's up and no good. Ball's going to be tipped, knocked out of bounds, turned over to Spring Hill with 22 seconds to go here in the third quarter. It's a 35-point lead for Paige. Pass will be inbounded to Ramsey. She'll walk it across the timeline. Goodman will step up and make a screen at the top of the circle. Now Ramsey will pull it back towards the midcourt stripe. Ten seconds. Now a pass into the corner to number 21, Curry, and she's going to be fouled by number 24, Sabrina Espelet. And that will be the ninth foul on Page, and that will send him to the line for a one-and-one. One. With six seconds to go here in the third quarter, trying to get it under 35. Here's the first free throw. It's up, no good, rebounded Page. Coming the other way. are The Lady Patriots with three seconds, two seconds, a dish to the right block, and the shot is up and good by number 24, Espalé, and that'll be the end of the third quarter. After three periods of play, it's the Lady Patriots of age 57, Spring Hill Lady Raiders 20. And welcome back, everybody, to the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week presented by Columbia Chrysler Dodge G Ram. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Drake Collie and Chris Pointer. As we are about to begin the fourth quarter of action, Page leads Spring Hill 57-20. to 20. So now
0: what will happen is the clock will be turned on and it will run at all
1: times. As we got a foul against Spring Hill. Drake, uh, you want to give us an update? I think we've got a score from uh, Mount Pleasant currently a few minutes to go in that ballgame. Well, 2.58 to go in the fourth quarter. The Loretto
0: Mustangs. Lady Mustangs are ahead of the uh, Lady Tigers of Mount Pleasant by a score of 88 to 12. So that's a... Woo. So if you had the over at 70, 100, you need se- one more point. Se- 78 points difference there in that ball game and uh, mm. I wonder if Loretta's pulled their starters or not Well, it, type, I know one that thing, they, they may not
1: be getting any uh, any AF Bridges sportsmanship awards, that's for no, sure they, they might, might not uh. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: well I think that goes back to a bigger question, I mean we're, we're sitting here against Paige with Spring Hill and the score is 57 to 20 and you gotta start looking at girls basketball and you gotta start saying alright I know we don't have a shortage of athletes, but where is our greatest challenge? Where can we close this gap at, you know, with teams like a Summertown or teams like Page? You know, what is the difference? And asking the right questions and just really kind of making up our mind and trying to figure out, all right, enough is enough. We, we are going to get our programs in the right direction. And I think, you know, when you see scores like this, if, you, if
1: you're doing it what you're supposed to be doing, you can't help but ask that question and then want to do something about it. You want a brutally honest answer? Talk to me. There is no youth basketball in the city or Murray County other than at Columbia Academy. Well, there's there's there's, there's rec ball, there's city ball. Oh no, no, there's not, not Not anymore. CA has taken that market, and let's just be honest, they get them over there, and and they pick out they pick out the ones they want. There you go. So until you know, and that's something that maybe maybe the Murray County Schools can look at, maybe getting into. They have the facilities. But, uh, yeah, not having a city league, not developing these kids at a young age. I didn't realize that. How long
3: has,
0: how long has they been?
1: Long is long the, the, the first year they, year they haven't had one.
3: But previous years, and I mean, what, the gap was reasoning? significant. And what's the reasoning? I, I'm not sure that their reasoning. I'm only speculating. But one thing I do know is that they had, you know, you had third graders on the team with, you know, possibly sixth graders or fifth graders.
1: It was co-ed,
3: Yeah, too. co-ed. The age gaps were there. I mean, but they had no other choice but to put teams together. And I think they did the very best that they could. They also – They offer kind of a, you know, like a six-week kind of skill development thing. So, I mean, C.A. took advantage of an opportunity, uh, and they've been milking it for what it's worth ever since. And and, and to Clayton's point, you know, that is a conversation that we're having around the district. That is a conversation that we're having downtown. And uh, I think you'll see a microcosm of that taking place in Mount Pleasant. Uh, beginning on Monday, and so they'll have, you know, they'll be doing some three-on-three basketball stuff. The elementary school program has their own league. They have about 100 kids down there that are participating out of that school, and between third through sixth grade, I think they're around 40, 50 kids plus do a lot of three-on-three, doing some development stuff that they're trying to do because, they, I mean, everybody recognizes that we have a, a, a challenge in front of us uh, regarding you know, not just girls' basketball, but making sure that all of our sports are competing at a high level and doing whatever it takes to get there.
1: Now, Columbia Academy, if you go and, and want to play, $100 yep. for six basketball games. Yep, $100 for six basketball per games. Per player. They have over almost 600 kids in the league this year. Yeah, one practice per week. That's it? That's all you get.
3: So, I mean, and, and nothing against them. I mean, they're tired they of t- the facilities. I mean, you can only get one practice a week. You get one game a week, and and I know they've been kind of stressed out, kind of taxed out, trying to figure it out. I mean, but they they got games going from eight o'clock in the morning to four, five o'clock in the evening every day, and will so for the next six, seven weeks.
1: Ramsey will make one or two free throws. at 61-22. Page with the lead, and coming the other way is number three, Cabri Brashier, and. Spring Hill will take a timeout. It'll be a full timeout. We'll take one as well. 4:12 to go in the ball game. It's page 61, Spring Hill 24. Welcome back, everybody. Spring Hill High School for the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. And currently it is all Page Patriots as they lead the hosting Spring Hill Lady Raiders 61-24. And we got a jump ball at midcourt, and the possession arrow will go to the Lady Raiders. As the ball will be inbounded into the backcourt to number 25, Cabal. Cabal into the front court to number 10, Bushman. Bushman. Gives it over to number 13, Samantha Lee. She'll drive and take a shot just inside the free throw line, and it's up and good, and it makes it 63-24. to Page with the lead. Here come the Lady Raiders the other way. It's Prashier being defended out top, and now a pass into the corner to Ramsey, and Ramsey is going to get trapped in a timeout by Spring Hill, and that's another full timeout. We'll stay here, but back to our discussion about youth basketball. I agree. I think if um, you know, if if the school system offered something, I I think people would jump on. Well,
0: it, it, and to your point, you've got to get them started. If you don't get them started at an early, early age, and I'm talking five, six years old. Yeah, I'm talking. That's at, what they're doing in Summertown and Loretta. Yeah. And and when I when we would officiate and go to Wayne County. In between games, before, before before the girls came out, before the, the warm-up, there'd be, there'd be little tights out there running yeah. up and down the court. Right. You know? Not only did, did, they, did that give them experience, but it also helped the gate of the, the basketball Absolutely. game. Absolutely. The parents and grandparents coming just to watch them run up and down the court for five minutes. Absolutely. And then at halftime of the girls' game, they come out for five minutes. And then at halftime of the boys' game, they'd come out and play for five minutes. And so – but it but it planted a seed in those little kids' heads that hey this one this day might it's be gonna something be something I want to do. Right. You know what I right. mean? they would sit there and watch the big kids play, have the basketball experience, and so it all worked together and fed off fed off of each other. Absolutely. And
1: that's why Wayne County hangs multiple state yeah. championship <laughs> banners in their rafters. Ball's going to be deflected and stolen by Paige. Here's Bushman. She'll take it all the way up. Your shot's off the rim, no good. But, Rebound pulled down by the Lady Raiders. But
3: I like to think that in your Summertowns and your Wayne Counties and those places like that, they made a decision. They said, look, we're going to compete. I mean, think about Summertown. I mean, there's, there would have been no reason in the world Summertown would have been able to compete with any school in Murray County for whatever reason. And they just made a decision and said enough is enough. You know, and kids come out of the womb dribbling a basketball, That's playing it. volleyball, softball, I mean, they're dominant across the board in every sport. And when they show up, they make their presence known and felt. I mean, they got tired of be getting beat up, and they just made up their mind, and they decided what they were going to do. And, I mean, it's, it has paid off. And uh, we are going to have to do something very similar well, in Murray County.
1: And kudos to the coaches down there because I have uh, friends that live in the area down there and they leave the gym open for these kids, elementary kids and their parents to come in anytime they want. As the ball's going to be stolen and brought the other way by the Lady Raiders.
0: I mean, I just find it hard to believe that there's not a rec, there's not a city rec program cuz when I when I was growing up there were the purple team, the green right. team, the yellow team, and the and
1: Marion Wilhoyt would put the box score in the newspaper. Yes, yeah, that's the way it was when I was a kid. You played at Riverside Elementary, and then when you moved up, you moved over to the Armory right yeah. down the street.
0: There you go. And I don't, I don't understand if, if there are 600 participants in the C, in the Columbia Academy willing
1: program, to pay a hundred dollars. Willing to pay a hundred a piece.
0: Why, why is it? Why isn't there something? ...in the City of Columbia Parks and Recreation Department. I agree. Uh, well, we, need step go, up, we need to talk what,
3: to Mayor Mulder about that. And what we discovered, what we did discover is... ...is that there is a significant number of kids who are getting missed... ...because Mount Pleasant, just in K-2... through two, ...have over 100 kids signed up to play in their league. Wow. So if you scale that across Murray County Public Schools... ...you're talking about over 1,000 kids... ...who would probably participate in basketball... Just because they got the school name on the front and the school is heavily involved. And, I mean, that's, that's a powerful testament. That's probably 70% of the kids probably that are in C.A.'s league come from Murray County Public Schools.
1: It's, uh, it's something that hopefully we can get
0: fixed soon. Somebody's missing Somebody's missing something. Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: I mean that, because that doesn't make sense. As we have a foul away from the basket against the Patriots as number three Cabri-Rushear will go to the free throw line for two as the clock will stop with 29 seconds to go in the contest. First free throw is good. 63-26. Page with a huge lead. Second free throw is good. 36-point lead for Page as the ball is going to be inbounded and a trap in the backcourt as the ball is going to come over to number three, Hudson. Hudson trying to get it across the timeline and does, and that's just going to about do it as we have a late foul against Spring Hill that will send number 25 Cabal to the free throw line. So if you had the line at 36-and-a-half, you're getting a little nervous. Paid coach is upset about something. First free throw by ball is up and good. 64-27. He's still going. Drake, remind me to tell you in between games about the worst beat I've ever seen. It happened this week. Second free throw is good. 65-27. Ball inbounded deep. Down into the front court, a three is up by Brashear, no good. Ball's going to go out of bounds, and that'll do it. The final score from game number one, the Page Lady Patriots 65, the Spring Hill Lady Raiders 27. We'll take a timeout and be back right after this.